Hey everyone, welcome to the industry show. I'm your host, Nitin Bajaj, and joining me today is Avanish Sahai. Avanish, welcome on the show. Hey Nitin, great to see you and thanks for having me. Pleasure is all ours. So let's start with who is Avanish? So um, I am a India-born, mm-hmm. Brazil-raised, US-educated, uh, retired tech executive. Uh, and I would say I've had nine careers in, in my tech life cycle, mm-hmm. engineer, product manager, management consultant, marketer, BD and partnerships leader, CEO, founder, entrepreneur, and board member and advisor. But that's not relevant. What's relevant is personally, um, I try to be a, a good husband, a good father, a good son, and a good person. I love how you put things in perspective in what, 45 seconds that was? <laughs> you said less than a minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love the simplicity. I love the, the humility. And you know, it wouldn't be an exaggeration to say, you've been there, you've seen it all. I'm curious to learn what gets you up, gets you all excited, gets your blood and energy going every day. Well, Nathan, so for 30 plus years, I work in the, you know, the hustle and bustle of tech and so on. And as I mentioned, I am retired now, right? So I don't have a day job. And as part of that, what gets me up every morning is the notion of really giving back and making a difference. And I think of that in kind of three different fronts. So one is family, helping my family, extended family, you know, go through some challenging times, make some difficult decisions, et cetera. And that's, you know, I think that's part of our culture and our kind of our mindset is that's important. Two, uh, what I call community, right? I've been in different roles and I've built a network of people uh, who I think uh, some of the lessons I've learned, for example, building platforms and partnership ecosystems and so on. There's a lot of lessons learned. There's a lot of mistakes that I made mm-hmm. that I would love for them to avoid making. So how do I capture that and help the community uh, learn from my mistakes, right? So that's number two. Uh, and around that, I've built a, a new podcast, kind of like mm-hmm. yours, called The Platform Journey, which has been you know, a really fun exercise. Um, and that's one of the things I'm giving back to the community. And then third is society. So how do I help, how do we help address a gap around reskilling employees impacted by things like automation, outsourcing, offshoring? So we recently launched a nonprofit initiative called Collective Careers mm-hmm. to bring together an ecosystem of employers, training services, and um, impacted communities around the U.S. to help them figure out what can their next career look like. So that's that's where I'm spending my time on. Very exciting, and I love the, I love your definition <clears throat> of retirement. <laughs> it's retirement in quotes. <laughs> you know, you could essentially write a check to someone and let them do this. Why do this yourself, and and more importantly, why now? Look, I think. Um, I have benefited from, you know, being 
have done well. The economy has been, you know, the tech sector has been great for a number of us. Mm -hmm. But I do believe it's never too early to help others, right? And I've been wanting to move into this boat for quite some time. And this was the right time, right place, right circumstance. Um, you know, we hope we have a few more years to have the energy and, and the pocketbooks to give back, right? So to me, that this has just felt like the right time to kind of bring it all together. If I were to ask you, you know, we, when we are doing our corporate careers, we talk about revenue, size, scale, growth. But I think given the work you have been doing, the question I would like to ask you is the impact you've been able to create. Yeah, so we're in the beginning of this journey. So um, I would love to answer that question, both from the point of view of what we hope to aspire mm -hmm. uh, to do, and then maybe we reconnect in, in some time and kind of see how we're doing, right? So yeah. um, right now, the idea is to build an ecosystem of employers, training providers, prospective employees, and really match um, those impacted employees with training and reskilling to help them find uh, what we call a family sustaining job, get a family sustaining career. Uh, we've hired a full-time leader to run this initiative under the umbrella of Indiaspora, which is mm -hmm. the organization where we met. Yes. Um, and now we're really kicking off the process of recruiting the first training providers, the first employers. So right now, the, I would argue that success is that we have launched, and I think we're convincing people that this is an important initiative. Mm -hmm. A year from now, three years from now, five years from now, you wanna measure in the tens of thousands of jobs that are being created and careers that are being launched where this initiative is helping identify those who are impacted, what kind of skills do they need, and the ultimate landing them in this new career. Love that. And as you're going through this journey, and even as you're doing the discovery process and bringing partners together, What's coming across as the one big challenge? Yeah, look, everybody. I, I mean, and I do mean everybody, right? Whether they're a large organization, whether the government agency, whether they're a, excuse me, a services provider, their biggest um, challenge is time, is attention. So for us, I think the biggest um, challenge we face is you know, getting with the right people, ensuring that this is something that's relevant and important and mm -hmm. a part of their priorities, and then engaging with them to figure out how we can work together. Then that, by the nature of it, it takes some time. True. On the flip side, you kind of hinted at this, but would love to hear the most exciting opportunity that's uh, coming at you. Yeah, look, I, I kind of said it already, but it is just to reiterate, right? I think it's giving tens of thousands of people the hope and the opportunity uh, for a new career in, again, and this is really important, in a family-sustaining approach. This is not about getting someone a gig mm -hmm. to be a DoorDash delivery person or an Uber driver or something. This is really, hey, again, in the U.S., a career is how you get your healthcare. It's how you get your benefits, how you get all these other <clears throat> things. And you need that family sustaining job, right? So it's really important to think about this from a, a medium to long-term perspective. 
that how do you kind of have that kind of impact? As we look forward, I want to look back a little bit. And you hinted at several mistakes, several lessons. I'd like for you to share a specific one. And uh, on the flip side, something that uh, I know you don't do a lot of, but I would urge you to share one of your success stories, something that blew your own expectations. And uh, I would love for you to brag just a little bit. <laughs> well, uh, look, on the mistakes, there's so many. <laughs> um, but one that stuck with me was my first tech startup. Mm -hmm. And this is around the time of what I now can correctly call the first boom and bust in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. Extremely well-funded uh, company by some of the top names in venture capital and so on. Turns out we were not as judicious with how we spent our money mm -hmm. or our investors' money. And <clears throat> the company did not really survive. We sold it to a competitor for cents on the dollar. And that was a lesson in how do you, again, as an entrepreneur, as a business leader, how do you think about resources and priorities and what to do and what not to do? And, and by the way, that lesson is pervasive in anything we did, right? So how do we, just like we budget at homes. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely a lesson learned. In in um, and if I'd go back in time, uh, I would redo that one. Yeah. On the success, um, the easy answer again, and, and you've you've gotten to know me a little bit, so I'll say the easy answer is having two successful, empathetic kids who are now young adults mm -hmm. uh, who are now kind of getting out into the works the workplace themselves, and they both have a passion for making a difference. So I think I consider that the biggest success anyone of us can have. On the professional front, I think some of the work we did as a team at Salesforce in building a um, SaaS partner ecosystem mm -hmm. in, in the late 2009, early 2010 timeframe. Nobody really knew what mm -hmm. that could be. There was no benchmark. There was nobody else who was doing it. And that business grew to about a billion and a half dollars in total revenues for the ecosystem in about five years. So that was a feeling of you know helping entrepreneurs build their business, get off the ground, be successful, uh, and that made us you know very proud. Those are some massive numbers, but as you said, you know what's more important is raising kids with the right values and uh, getting them ready for this world. So lots to learn from you on that. Thank you. Now, I would love to transition to what's my favorite part of the show. Uh, we call it the one-line life lessons. Yep. And I would love to hear <clears throat> your life lessons. Look, this was probably, as I was prepping for this, was probably the most fascinating, also the most challenging Part. But let me let me share a few and uh, and a bit of context around each. Mm -hmm. So one, I mentioned giving back, mm -hmm. right? And then giving back, give back time or treasure or talent, and better yet, all of them. So yes. to me, that I think is a as is an important mindset that all of us should have. Two, and I'm a former management consultant mm -hmm. um, in strategy, particularly, and I have to say this one: 
culture eats strategy for breakfast. You've heard that. Yes. I also think it eats it for lunch and dinner. Yes. And the more I've been around the workspace and workplaces, the more I realize how critical that is. So mm. forming that culture, being kind of thoughtful about how to really bring in those values and how you make decisions and so on is <clears throat> unbelievably critical. Third, um, every journey starts with the first step. Mm-hmm. We've all heard that, but you have to take it. Yes. And I think often people hesitating taking that step and taking a bit of the risk or whatever that may be, take the risk. Right? The next one is when you stop learning, you stop. Mm-hmm. And I think to all of us who've, you know, have grown in our careers through education, personal development, et cetera, that should never stop. No matter if you're the CEO of a large organization, no matter if you're running a nonprofit, no matter what you're doing, um, the minute you stop learning, the minute you stop kind of driving um, new lessons for yourself, things will go, uh, will grind to a halt very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, and this is, I think, an important one in the context we're living in um, around the world, which is um, walking the shoes of those around you before you judge. We have this ability to make snap judgments and opinions. We never know what's happening to someone else mm-hmm. until you walk in their shoes. That empathy, um, don't, don't judge them. Love that, especially the last one. So true. And I've been guilty of that, especially as when you have a little bit of the young blood on you, you're very eager to jump to certain conclusions. So I've been guilty of that many a times myself. So that's a good reminder. Well, thank you for sharing that. I mean, it's again, it's all of us. It, it applies to all of us. Abhinesh, yeah. thank you so much for taking time and being with us today to share your journey, to share your life lessons. I would love for you to come back and knowing you, I know it won't be five years, you'll be there probably in six months. So we'd love to get you back on and talk about how many of those, I would say 15 of those 10,000 that you're aiming for, that you've already checked off. So we'd love to bring you back on and talk about uh, more of your successes. Well, thank you for for the kind words and for the, yeah. the confidence and for having me. I really, really enjoyed our conversation.